Let's talk now, though, about a big uh, uh, rally which is taking place in the city of Liverpool today. It starts at 10 a.m. Uh, down at Man Island, makes its way across to St. George's and onto the Liner Hotel. It's all about NUT National Strike Action, which is taking place today, the uh, 26th of March 2014. Uh, and it says here the action is being taken against excessive workload and bureaucracy, performance-related pay, and in defence of a national pay scale system, and unfair pension changes. Let's get a take on this now with Julie Lyon-Taylor from the Liverpool NUT. Julie, great to see you this morning. Good morning to you. Morning. Um, Why are teachers out on strike today? Well, if we take each issue in turn, first of all, the workload issue. Uh, Teachers are now working 60 hours a week and more. And there's a very clear evidence that this has rocketed since Gove came into power. Now, they're not spending their time on really, really useful work that's going to help the children. A lot of it's bureaucratic. A lot of it's about controlling teachers and tracking what they're doing and making teachers, you know, write down every single thing that they do in the day with the children. The result of that is, A, teachers are tired. Tired teachers are not good for children. Teachers themselves have no time for their own families and it affects the quality of education that we deliver to children. It is not a good way to run a system that's supposed to be catering for children. On the pensions level, what they want us to do now, every every single teacher's had a pay cut because their pension contributions have gone up, but how they will have to now work till 68 to collect that pension, which will be less than their previous pension. Now, it is ludicrous. I just ask people to think about a 68-year-old running around in a nursery class or a reception class, or how about the PE teacher running across the field at 68? Or how about taking a classroom full of recalcitrant teenagers? I'm a nan, I'm 65, I look after my grandchild, and it knackers me. That is not good for an education system. But we also know, because so many teachers are being driven out of their jobs, that a lot of teachers will lose their jobs come 50, 52. They won't be able to access their pension till 68. People out there in their 50s know how hard it is to get a job. So we're going to have a whole section of teachers who are unable to get their pension, who are unable to get their job, going to have to live on the dole. So are there teachers now who are in their 50s who've been teachers for 25 to 30 years who are walking away from the profession? Not only walking away from the profession but being pushed away from the profession as well because there's a lot of bullying that goes on in teaching and they are left with no future whatsoever and what good is it because they've got that experience, they've got the qualifications. Teachers love their job actually, they really love their job. And I have seen teachers absolutely devastated, collapsing in the office because they've told they're not good enough, that they've got to go. What do they live on? Can somebody tell me, does that make good economic sense? When you say uh, bullying there, is that is that linked to the, the pressure, the work hours, the, the accountability that, that teachers have got to deal with as well? Presumably that's pressure that comes from, from, from management. Above. Yeah, a- absolutely. But the management are under pressure from Ofsted and government. That comes down onto the teachers and life becomes absolutely unbearable for teachers on occasions. I don't think people are aware of how often teachers are watched in the classroom. They're being watched by head teachers, senior teachers, who presumably are in that position because they are the best teachers. So why are they spending all their time watching other teachers and not teaching children? It doesn't achieve anything. I was brought up in Speak and Nogsy Green, and I remember my education vividly because my education gave me a chance at a better life. 
I do not remember anybody coming round with a clipboard every five minutes to watch my teachers. They gave me that education because they believed in it. And now I can still remember some of my lessons in infants and, and junior classes. They were so good. But how do you sort of balance that with, you know, that there was obviously the, the planning work which needs to go into to classroom time uh, because of the amount of uh, different subjects that teachers are teaching. But also there's got to be accountability. Where, the, where, yes. where, where do you have that accountability? I mean, absolutely, there has to be accountability. We are, we are publicly paid servants. We are answerable to the public. The accountability comes in a number of ways. First of all, you can see how the children are doing. And it's very, very clear if a teacher on those rare occasions is not delivering what they should be doing without going in and observe. Observing tells you nothing. It tells you about 10 minutes on that day. You need to have a long-term view of what teachers are doing. So, yes, we are accountable. There are parents' evenings. We should be open to parents coming in and discussing with us. But also... The education system itself should be accountable. And that's not what's happening now because Gove is dismantling a public education system. So we're having privatisation. He's handing schools over literally to some of his old school buddies in order to run those schools. There's no control. There's no accountability there. When it's under a local education authority, the ultimate accountability is the ballot box about what's happening over education. But on academies, I think it's 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 close to 50% of high schools are now academies. There are obviously a, a number of head teachers who are seeing that as the, the best option for their school. Why are they seeing that as such a good option, do you think, if, if, if you're saying it's such a negative thing? Well, we don't know why they see it as such a good option, apart from the fact that they do get wonderful salaries. I think people would be, teachers are out on strike because the pay's gone down 17%. Te- uh, head teachers in those schools are walking around on 120, 140,000 pound a year plus bonuses. The worst excesses of the private sector have entered into schools. If you look at the University of Chester Academy train, which has now stopped having any more schools, if you look at uh, the University Academy in Liverpool, whose results are the worst they've ever been when they're improving under the local authority. But it is a nice wheeze, it's part of privatising education. And if you look at the thorough academic research, if you look at the government's own departments of research academies, they're not actually working. The first ones, they weren't because they got shed loads of money to help them. And we always argued at that time, I tell you what, give that amount of money to a school that's not an academy and see what an impact that has on children's results. We've got Julie Lyon-Taylor with us uh, from Liverpool NUT. Strike action today affecting uh, some schools, not other schools, some classrooms, not other classrooms as well. Uh, You're the NUT, NASUWT, they're not uh, walking out today. Would it not be more effective if the unions could have come together? Absolutely. And the NUT would love nothing more than for all the unions to be out together. And I happen to know that an awful lot of NASUWT members out there wish they were out there with us. What they are saying is that there are talks going on. What I can say, absolutely hand on heart, is those talks are about implementing Gove's reforms. And Gove's reforms are what is destroying teachers, what are destroying schools, what's destroying education. So they're not talks about our dispute, about our pay, about our pensions, about the enormous workload that people are under. They are talks, and I have seen the letter from civil servants, actually those talks aren't even with Gove himself, they're with a group of civil servants. And the letter clearly states, thank you for participating in talks to implement Mr Gove's reforms. We are not up for talks like that. We are up for talks 
about our pay, our pensions and our conditions. How would you describe Michael Gove? Possibly the worst education secretary that this country has ever seen. And I'm being mindful I'm on the radio and have to be careful of what I say about him. Why is he so bad? He's on an agenda. First of all, he is out of touch. He's a public school boy. His experiences are only of public school. He's got no real-life experiences. Number two, all he wants to do is privatise education. He thinks education for profit is a very good idea. And he's handing, as I said earlier, some of the people who got, have got schools from Mr Gove in the teeth of parents' opposition have been his friends. So they get their schools, they get to control it. He is on a mission, but that mission is not to provide the best education for every single child in society. It's a mission to privatise. Uh, tell us about the strike action today, Julie. So uh, at 10 o'clock, yeah. Man Island, and then you're walking through town. Walking through town. Because we want the public to know that we are fighting back. And we do actually hope that we're not the only union that's going to fight back. I picked up the thing about the nurses. My eldest daughter is a nurse in A&E and I'm aware of the terrible conditions she works under. And I do think it's time for people to come together now and say, you know, this is the 21st century. We are a very rich country. We should be providing decent conditions and decent pay for those people who have a different philosophy when they go to work, actually. They do have a philosophy of service. We are public sector workers. We are nurses. We are doing things for the benefit of society at large. But if you got a job in the private sector, your pay rate would be increasing <coughs> significantly higher than public sector rates. You ah. could be one of these head teachers on £145,000 <laughs> a year. Why don't you just get a job in the, pri- in the private sector? Because I've got a passion. I did have different jobs. I didn't come into teaching, actually, until I was 30. Um, but I decided, very old-fashioned word, I had a bit of a vocation for it. And it is actually, if we are freed to do our job, probably one of the most rewarding jobs in the world to do. I think nursing's another one that's, you know, probably one of the most rewarding jobs to do. And, and that's why we do it. And education gave me a good start in life. My parents were both trade unions who believed passionately in education, encouraged me. And without education, I would not be where I am today. I want other children to have that. I want other children to experience, it's a very passionate word, liberation, the liberation that education brings to them. Every child should be able to read. Every child should be able to write, even those with special needs. I spent years and years teaching children with special needs and I've said to them, you will learn to read, and they have done. That is their human right, and I believe... Working in education and working to battle for one of the great human rights in this world. Uh, Julie, thank you for your time today. Event uh, starting at Man Island in Liverpool at 10, moving on to uh, St George's Plateau from 10.30 and then a rally at the Liner from midday. Uh, Manchester, if you're working over that way, New Century Hall, they've got one at midday as well. And the flag market in Preston as well. So various rallies taking place across the northwest. Full details, teachers.org.uk forward slash strike rally. And there's a link to the NUT uh, online Twitter feed on our Twitter feed this morning at Radatime. Thank you for your time. Great to see you this morning. Julie Lyon-Taylor from the NUT.